I'm Angie. I'm Ellie. And this, this is, is We Advocate Steamy Books, a podcast about reading romance and romancing readers. Happy Pride! Happy Pride, Ellie! Woo! Just two gays looking at each other. <laughs> what an exciting, exciting month Absolutely. for us. Absolutely. Because we get to share some queer romances with yeah. y'all. And so I'm really excited. I think times are changing. Absolutely. But I know romance is still very much heteronormative mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like really cool queer side characters, which are awesome. But I'm like, where are them books at? Yeah. Where are their main characters? They are the main character in their stories. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we're going to take you know, two episodes this month yeah. to talk about queer romances. Absolutely. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Absolutely. And we got to do, me personally, I got to do better about reading more. That is true. Yeah. I don't read as many as I'd like to. Yeah, absolutely. I feel also at this time, because queer romance is still up and coming, there's mm-hmm. a lot of more like quote unquote indie artists that are writing queer romances and I think it's really good to support those artists. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Ellie, tell me, what do you advocate this week? I'm gonna go with something that sounds really basic. But okay. I think it's something that should always be iterated. Okay. This month. Okay. I advocate that all types of love are love. Period. You know? Yeah. Like consensual adults, love. yeah, yeah. It's just like I, love is love. It's love yeah. is love. You know, yeah. And I think that's kind of like what I would advocate this week. Absolutely, Beginning I love it. Gym. Love it, yeah. <laughs> this week, I advocate fans. I'm not talking like people. I'm talking like physical fans. <laughs> I don't know what kick I've been on, but for some reason. I cannot fall asleep without a fan. Typically, I listen to fan noises on my phone. Oh, you're one of those people. I'm not typically, but I the other night, I was like, I took way too hot of a bath. Yeah, that like, happens. I was getting like lightheaded, and I was like laying in my bed, and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And I got a, like, a, like a stand-up fan from my guest room, and I put it in my room, and I, I haven't slept without it since. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I've always slept with a fan on. Yeah. Um, my whole childhood. Um, I've gotten used to when I was um, like living alone for a little bit. And when I had moved back in with my parents, I listened to Spotify sleep playlists. Mm-hmm. And that helped me a lot because yeah. I really struggled with insomnia um, yeah. when I lived with my parents. Um, which is kind of funny that I don't really struggle with it now. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's something I need to look into. Um, but Logan has to sleep with a fan on yeah or he can't. that's the way he's always been too yeah he has to but yeah. and i'm like oh why don't we try sleep music and he's like no it'll just make me cry <laughs> sleep music is so emotional i yeah. don't know like, i can't like, listen to sleep music but like my favorite is rain and like thunderstorms oh yeah oh, love it i have been into like an ocean kick recently Ooh. hearing the beach and stuff so yeah. that's been kind of like my sound summer vacation baby yeah the <laughs> <laughs> tree start singing a song it sounded like you were gonna start singing <laughs> i was like are we in a musical i have a very lyrical voice are we in a musical right now um but yeah so do you want to get into the book 
I, I'm so ready to hear about this ready book. Ready to hear about it's it, It's a yeah. solo sesh. You take the lead, girl. It is a solo sesh. You show me what you have. So the book I'm going to share for okay. our first ever Pride episode is Love and Other Disasters Woo-hoo! by Anita Kelly. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to just talk about it. It was a book hell of yeah. the month pick, which I'm mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. Yes. Got a queer romance in book of the month, and I, that was my pick. Um, what, what month was it for? Let me look real quick. January 2022. So okay, it was January word. 2022. But I did a little research on the author, and um, according to their website, you know, they are, they have the pronouns of they, them, mm-hmm. which um, is also one of our characters, also is non-binary. Okay. And it says that they write queer love in all its infinite possibilities. Ah, love so it. it's so beautiful. So yeah. if you want even more queer, queer romances, mm-hmm. go to their website, search them up. What are, the, what are we searching at? Um, just Anita Kelly writes. Anita Kelly writes. Okay. Yeah. So this book, Love and Other Disasters, follows our main characters on a televised competitive cooking show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's called Chef Special. Okay. And um, I don't really, I don't really one read about cooking shows often and okay. i also don't watch cooking shows yeah not com- not the competitive ones i only watch one cooking show and that's the great british bake-off and oh i only goodness. watch it occasionally okay i have watched that it's um, funny it's, it's different than so other cooking wholesome. shows yeah like they help one another and yeah. it's so beautiful so i do i have i do enjoy that show yeah this is a little bit more cutthroat okay than the british bake-off and we'll kind of okay. get into it as we go on um but yeah, uh, so our main characters are Dahlia, who is a young divorcee, mm-hmm. like she's 28 and she's divorced, Work. and has long, thick, dark hair. Both mm-hmm. of those things are very important to the story. Okay. And then we have London, and this is the character that identifies as non-binary, and they are strawberry blonde, and you know I cannot say no to a I strawberry I can't say no to a strawberry blonde either. I uh, am right in that boat. Yeah, so automatically the cover i'm like oh yeah god work they're hot okay but of course this is a little triggering there is one woman on the show named lizzie who is not okay with london's identity fuck lizzie and she makes a huge fuss about it of course she does because she can't let other people have a good existence yeah and like honestly you're right get a life yeah, get a literally, life. <laughs> literally, it's pathetic. It's like it's embarrassing for you. Yeah, and of course, the show wants to like advertise this. It's not really like a. I'm trying to find the right word. It's not really like a competition, even though it is a competition mm-hmm. show. But the, but the producers of the show want to make it look like it's London against Lizzie. Okay, like, so like the know, rivalry. Is, they're a rivalry. Yeah, like who's who's gonna come out on top? A gay person or a homophobic person? Like, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. But London never wants it to be that way. Mm-hmm. They just wanna cook. Yeah. They just wanna be themselves. Yeah. Literally. They don't give a fuck about Lizzie. Literally. But of course, Lizzie can't stay in her own lane. But anyway, we're gonna get into that more. Okay. But at first, London is kind of annoyed with Dahlia. Why? Because Dahlia almost acts like she's not taking any of this seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and London is taking it very, very seriously. Yeah. Like, they are fully committed, and Dolly is like, I'm just having a good time. Yeah, she's like, I'm just here to fucking cook. Yeah. Um, even though we do learn that Dahlia really needs to win. She has, okay. like, so much debt. 
Yeah. Um, she's like downplaying it real hard. Yeah. But she's like, oh, like, I just like, you know, like, I'm just here for fun. But really, she's like, if I don't win this, I'm going to lose my house. Like, you know, yeah. like, I'm going to lose my apartment, all this stuff. So they have a lot of different challenges alongside with like baking and cooking meals um, mm-hmm. that are like, you know, integral to the episode, but mm-hmm. they have to do challenges. And one of the challenges is they have to go to a dairy farm and milk cows by hand. You? Oh my God. No wonder you love this story. <laughs> and so one, like I grew up on a dairy farm, mm-hmm. so I was like super into this whole storyline. Yeah. But I will say no one milks cows by hand anymore. No, Maybe Amish don't. people. Or like if it's like a doubtful. homestead and they have one cow. Yeah, but no one really milks cows yeah. by hands, but it makes for good TV. Yeah. So that's why. And I also had another thing to bring up, and my partner and I were talking about this. Um, growing up on a farm mm-hmm. and then leaving that farm, you either love cows or you hate them. Mm-hmm. Guess which one I am. <laughs> I know which one you are. You hate cows. I hate is so strong, but I don't want to be anywhere near them. That I'm the fact. opposite. I love cows. Yeah. They're so cute. Like, they are cute, and the idea of them is cute, And the, but then when you get up close, they're stinky and huge, and that <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> and Logan is the same way. Logan also. Yeah. I would say Logan hates cows more than I do. Probably. He. My def- dad was wild. I remember one time I was eight. No, I was six, and I was standing at the end of, like, this road, so we had to move them to different pastures. Oh, the worst time. And I was time. standing at the end of the road, and he's like, if any of them come near you, wave your arms and shout at them. And if they run over you, yell really loud for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the thing with your farm, though, is that it was beef cows. Mm-hmm. So they're not around people all the time. So no. they're going to fucking run you over. Like, dairy yeah. cows are, they're interacting every day, every yeah. day with humans, twice yeah. a day. Yeah. You know, at least. Yeah. And so they don't really care about humans and they won't really hurt a human mm-hmm. unless they're like super wild. But beef yeah. cows don't give no fucks. Yeah. I will say my dad's herd was different because my dad did spend time with them. Good. But yeah. That's so funny. One, they were still kind of feral. If one runs you over, yell real loud. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. And um, London is kind of afraid of the cows, but mm-hmm. Dahlia is kind of like you. She is so into it. She names mm-hmm. the cow that she has to milk. Very, mm-hmm. very endearing. Mm-hmm. Very, very endearing. And so one of the things I wanted to bring up um, in this book is Dahlia and London have this carefree night at the hotel that they're staying in for the show, and they crash a wedding that's there, and Dahlia explains that, yes, she got married very, very young, Mm -hmm. and they had conversations in high school Mm -hmm. with her ex-husband about what she wanted her life to look like, and she realized, like, a year year or two before the story takes place that she did not have the life that she really wanted. Um, but she also, like, feels a lot of guilt with that because she had told mm-hmm. David, her ex-husband, that, like, this is what she wanted. But I, I feel like I understand why she feels guilty. But mm-hmm. also, like, you had those conversations when you were, like, 17, you were 18. A You're yeah. a different person now. Yeah. Like, what I wanted in high school, so different than what I wanted now. And I thank yeah. the stars that who I was in high school did not get what she wanted because I would be miserable. Yeah. And so, sadly, Dahlia's living that out. But anyway, so what she is working for, like, working through, I mean, is she just feels a lot of guilt Mm -hmm. for letting down her ex-husband and also letting down her mom because she feels like her mom, like, fucking hates her now. Okay. Because she got divorced. Okay. Um, 
you know, so that's really sad. Yeah. So she's just trying to live her best life yeah. on this cooking show. And there is a person that I wanted to bring up a character. Her name is Barbara. And okay. I love her so much. She is, like, the grandma figure oh. who, like, is crocheting on the couch, like, oh. eating a muffin. So cute. And she's super accepting. Mm-hmm. And she kind of guides Dahlia, like, on her way or her journey through this novel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, London is in love with you. We can all see it. So wake up, you dumb bitch. Yeah. She doesn't say it with those words. Yeah. Barbara would never say dumb yeah. bitch. But basically, she's like, open your eyes. Yeah. And you either... Figure out what you want or stop leading this person along. Yeah. And we, and so London, opposite of Dahlia, comes from a very, very rich family. Mm -hmm. Like they don't really need the money, Mm -hmm. but they do have an idea of what they want to do with it, which is really cool. And Mm -hmm. I'll kind of explain that later. But um, they even drive a Tesla, which a little bit which is one of my you know. favorite things to do is ask tesla owners if that's the new model of toyota <laughs> it makes them outrageously mad i'm seeing way more than i've ever seen yeah. before i like to pretend i don't know roads. what they are yeah it's really funny I'm like, it's a toyota though it's right? really funny and they're like it's a tesla from tesla from you ever heard from of- elon musk and you i'm ever like heard of tesla no how do you pronounce I- that elon Muesca. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it looks like a Toyota. Like, there's a T on it. Like, that's Toyota. I don't know what the fuck Tesla is. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. It's very funny. Um, but everyone in London's family accepts them, mm-hmm. but their father. Ah. Yeah, pesky dads. Honestly. And he will not acknowledge their gender. Okay. Will not use the right pronouns and mm-hmm. is visibly upset that they have chosen to go on the show as Mm non-binary and it's just very heartbreaking no it's not his fucking business it's not it's not so i'm gonna jump to their first kiss which is kind of and for me it, it is kind of like it is a very beautiful first kiss and but i was picturing them on this cliffside above the beach and not at the beach okay because after they kiss okay london is like you know this isn't a good idea like, one of mm-hmm. us is going to get voted off. We are competing against each other. We live in two separate places. And after they kiss, and London is like, it's not a good idea, mm-hmm. Dahlia runs <laughs> into the ocean. <laughs> and, and you I, just imagined her, like, running off of a cliff. I was like, no, no, what's happening? <laughs> like, yeah, she starts stripping and automatically just, like, runs to the cliff. Oh, my and God. I was like, ah! but then i was like oh they're at the beach not on a cliffside i was like no like i was like what is happening like a twilight moment of bella that's like the wildest moment if that was actually what was happening in the middle of this like hea where one of the main characters just like well time to run off a cliff yeah i'm like oh fuck um but yeah so i just thought that was really really funny oh my goodness And, you know, Barbara says something, this is later on in the chapter, you know, she can tell Dahlia's feeling really down because, you know, London turned her down. Yeah. And Barbara is like, it's okay not to be okay sometimes. Yeah. So, such a great reminder. I want to be Barbara. I basically am (gasps) Barbara. Who doesn't want to be Barbara? She's so wonderful. She's wonderful. But, sadly, they've gotten farther into the competition Dahlia, Dahlia and Barbara are in the last two. And, well, the bottom two. Okay. And Barbara goes home. 
I'm oh like, no, god. Barbara! Oh my god. <sighs> no, Barbara. But once London sees that Dahlia had, was almost going home, they change their tune. And they go to Dahlia's hotel room. Do they? And they fuck. Period. <laughs> and it's very, it's very good. There is one thing that I think wouldn't, you wouldn't like about it. Okay. They suck her big toe. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, no. It's a, no. It's a small moment. It's like one line. It doesn't matter. But it's like the beginning of it. And I was like, well, I was so taken out of it because feet are so weird, weird to me. Not as weird as they are to you, though. I. You hate them. Oh you hate it. Oh. For those of you who don't know, I'm in cosmetology school. And I had to do one pedicure. Barf. Barf. <laughs> so terrible. They're terrible. I hate feet. It's so nasty. Yeah. It's but, so nasty. So I went, if I let you borrow this book, I'll black out that line so you don't Perfect. have to read it. Um, and they also have, this isn't in the same sex scene, but they also have an intense food foreplay sex scene. Okay. As they should, because it's yeah, a cooking they're book. They're foodies, yeah. It's like nectarine juice whipped cream on the titties oh yeah some kind of i don't know if it's like a syrup or an oil but like a a, a like a massage i'm like assuming oil. oil i don't know why hey, could you imagine massaging someone with syrup <laughs> sticky honey okay sticky <laughs> not in a, sticky yeah. not in like a good ooey gooey sticky kind no, just like, like i'm so fucking sticky <laughs> my i don't think i could handle it just like so many like i don't know just so many different like textures and Mm -hmm. stuff i'm just like oh i'd be so overwhelmed i'd be so overwhelmed but they sleep in it they don't even like wash themselves off first like they have sex and then they sleep in it but they both did it so they're they belong together honestly it's like they wake up and it's like crusty this is how you get ants like i feel like they feel like they wake up and it's crusty it has to be you wake up and you get, you hear. It'd be so gross. And then also, like, they're sleeping, like, really tangled up in one another. So, like, uh, they like, unfeel their... Uh. So, whoa. Um, yeah. That's... Yeah. You're, like, almost tearing up because it's so gross. <laughs> Two really so many gross things to you in a row. But I'm going to learn, I'm going to, like, tell an even grosser thing. Oh, no. And this has to do with just humanity. What? So Dahlia learned some hard news from the producers of the show. Okay. Which this is kind of what I explained earlier. Uh-huh. They have geared the episodes. Now the episodes are coming out on TV as they're finishing up. So the finale, I think, can be live or something. Mm-hmm. But they have geared the episodes towards Team London or Team Lissy. And so they want that at the end. They want it to be Lizzie in London. Mm-hmm. And they want Dahlia to make sure that it happens. Because they can see that Dahlia is in a relationship with London. Or at least they're interested in one another. And what makes Dahlia sad, which I understand, not only are they using London as this vehicle. Yeah. But no one thinks that Dahlia will win. Yeah. And she's like, I came on the show because I thought it was unscripted. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it is, it is, it is. But, like, you understand, like... Maybe just it's, don't do your best. Like, it's gonna be London and Lizzie. We have to make know? a good TV. And like, yeah. Yeah. How fucking sad. Pissed off. Yeah. So, they go into this competition that's like, 
I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but they stop mid-competition and they bring Dahlia and like two other people up and these three people get to choose to either let someone off easy by saving them. Mm -hmm. So they can just, they can literally just like stop cooking and they're saved. They won't go home. Mm -hmm. Or they could give someone a disadvantage, which means that they have less time to prepare the food or, and the, or the other person gets nothing. Okay. And, you know, this is right after Dahlia had that really hard conversation mm-hmm. with Janet. Yeah. And th- she knows that they want her to fight for London, to save London. Mm-hmm. But she's just so overwhelmed and emotional and honestly a little bit angry, too, mm-hmm. that when it comes down to it, she doesn't really say much in the meeting with these th- two other people. Mm-hmm. So they end up giving the disadvantage to another guy mm-hmm. and saving Lizzie. So, but at least, you know, London didn't get the disadvantage. Yeah. But London is still, like, pretty hurt about it. Because they are like, you didn't fight for me. hmm And I understand that. Yeah. But they also see that Dahlia is really upset. hmm And instead of, like, being super angry and yelling at Dahlia, they're just like, what the hell is going on? What's yeah. wrong? Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Like, I knew you wouldn't do that to me yeah if you weren't okay so what's happening so she can't tell them like Mm -hmm. what the producer said yeah so they end up just fucking (laughs) as you would now this one is hot okay because it's against a wall and they're outside in this like hotel garden Mm -hmm. and they have to be really quiet um it's really hot (laughs) i love nature so that one was really hot i'm so warm sorry we had to turn off like all of like our fans and stuff in my house and we don't have our ac plugged in yet and it's like really warm so you guys don't hear the fans going so i'm like sweating right now you know but both of them are still thinking like what's gonna happen after the show like Mm -hmm. one of us is gonna get voted off yeah and dolly's like like, well it's gonna fuck be me yeah um so what do i do what do i do i'm gonna go home yeah you know and far away far Mm -hmm. away from london so eventually dahlia is kicked off and this part is so sad it's so sad and london tries to convince her to stay at the hotel like stay in her room and they're even like you can move in with me into like back to tennessee like, I know that you have nothing waiting for you back home. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want the job you had. Yeah. You aren't happy with, like, your living situation. Yeah. Like, come be with me. Yeah. But Dahlia says no. no She's bitch. like, it's over. But I do understand, like, Dahlia had to make that decision for herself. Mm-hmm. She couldn't make that decision for another person. Yeah. So I do kind of understand, but it did hurt London in the process, which yeah. was really sad. So she does go home mm-hmm. and she has a really good heart to heart with her mom. Okay. And her mom was basically like, I never hated you. Mm-hmm. Like I never did. Like, I'm sorry. Like I was just, I was upset that I didn't notice how unhappy you were. Yeah. And I was upset that you still happy, mm-hmm. you know? And so she's like, I just want you. To be happy, which yeah. was, like, a really good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dahlia was like, I I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. I know what I have to do. And so, we go flash forward <laughs> to the finale. Okay. So, London sets up a boundary with their dad mm-hmm. after a very disastrous dinner. Okay. And I won't go too much into the dinner because it's super triggering. Mm-hmm. But they say either call me by my correct pronouns or 
you're never seeing me again. Yeah. Which sounds harsh, but it's not. It's a boundary. It's not harsh, really. You can't judge other people's boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and it, and it wasn't just their father accidentally saying. It was deliberate on his part. It was part, deliberate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we go to the finale, and it is Team London and Team Lizzie. And London wins! Of course they do! Woo! 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 And Dahlia apologizes by making them barbecue. Because he, they love barbecue. Yeah. And um, it's really hard to make. They, were, they had a conversation about how like barbecue takes like a really long time. Okay to make um in the book so okay she makes them barbecue in an epilogue she moves in with them period yeah yeah. and wonderfully london uses their money to open up a cooking class for queer kids it's like a cooking camp that Uh, they can go to oh my god i love it um they say it way more beautifully in the novel but they say when a child is questioning their identity, whether they mm-hmm. be sexual or their gender identity. They don't have a lot of things that feel like theirs. Mm-hmm. So they want to teach them to cook because when they can cook, they have something that's theirs that they yeah. can do for themselves. Yeah. Which is really beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. And Dahlia has like a popular cooking blog slash blog because oh, she really likes it. writing. Yeah. And she... For her last competition, she made... I forget what soup it was. There's a lot of good food in this. Dahlia makes this soup that she loves. Mm-hmm. That, like, helped her get through some, like, really shitty times. Mm-hmm. And that was the soup that got her kicked off the show. Yeah. Because they were like, this isn't fine dining. This is Instagram mom food. Yeah. And Dahlia's like, well, you know what? I fucking love Instagram I'll moms. be an Instagram mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she creates a blog slash vlog. And that's kind of like the whole book. Oh, I love it so much. So it's, it's so cute. It's very cute and cozy. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's super high anxiety. There are some triggering moments if you they're like just like, yeah. oh my gosh, like who's going home? What's happening? Yeah. Um, just like suspense. Yeah, but it's really cute and cozy. Yeah. And if you really like food, it has some really good food in it. Yeah. <laughs> so on the scale, on the steamy scale. I gave it a 5.5 because there was only one sex scene I really, really liked. And the other Mm -hmm. two I felt were like, just not. The big toe. I mean, I will say like the big toe was just like one line. It wasn't really that big a thing. Like the rest of the sex scene was super awesome. It's the biggest of the toes. It was super awesome, the rest of the sex scene. But (laughs) a big toe was sucked. (laughs) But another thing was sucked too. You know Titties. <laughs> Titties were. Um, but anyway, yeah. And so I would say like a song to go with this would be Latch by Disclosure and Sam Smith. Okay. Also a they them artist. Love. Which my mom is kind of convinced that they have made a deal with the devil because Unholy is so catchy. Work. <laughs> like my mom is like, they had to have made a deal with something because that song is so catchy. Yeah. It what is. So, yeah, it's such a good song. It's so catchy. Um, and I would recommend, if you still want to kind of go in the cozy area. Okay. I don't really have a book rack because I don't really read a lot of, like, cooking show things. Okay. But there is a Hallmark movie. Okay. Called Mix Up in the Mediterranean. And it's two <laughs> twins. And one of the twins um, is gay. 
Okay. And is in a gay relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty awesome for Hallmark. Yeah. For and I was real. like, gay Hallmark. And but yeah, I think it's really cute and it's in the Mediterranean, very beachy. Yeah. Kind of like this. Mm-hmm. And has to do with a competitive cooking show. Yeah. So Love that's it. kind of really all I have to say. What did you rate this on Goodreads? Oh, I think I gave it a four. Okay. Very cool. I think I gave it a four. Love that. Solid book if you want something a little cozy, a little queer. Little fun. Actually, it's not a little queer. It's, it's a, a lot, lot queer. queer. <laughs> but we love it. Yeah, absolutely support that. We advocate that here. We advocate steamy books. Yeah. All right. If that's all. Yeah. We will catch you next week when I'm doing a solo sesh of yes. Delilah Green Doesn't ah! Care. Yes. Oh, and I love that cover too. And oh, I don't so usually cute. like cartoon covers. What's weird about the cover is each of them is our vibe that is so true and each of them like the one with the tattoos like she is my vibe and then delilah is your vibe and they, oh really yeah i thought delilah was the one with the tattoo i haven't i don't know anything about the book but is delilah I, the one with the tattoos i i don't know i just automatically assigned delilah to the goth girl but that might not be right i don't remember anyways yeah well you're gonna read it she'll know she'll know next time so anyways with that all being said we hope you stay steamy Steamy. (laughs) thank you so much for listening we advocate steamy books the proud podcast of harper productions llc and created with the help of anchor you can follow us at We Advocate Steamy Books on Instagram and email us at weadvocatesteamybooks at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. We Advocate Steamy Books is a podcast all about reading romance and romancing readers. We are striving to create a safe space for everyone to read, discuss, and enjoy the genre of romance. <laughs>